All right, everyone. This week we are sponsored by Johnny Fly Sunglasses. If you've been keeping up with our style game on Instagram, you might have noticed that we've been rocking our newest sunnies from the Charlotte-based company, Johnny Fly. We've got a bunch of different styles. And of course, we have a coupon code for you guys. But first, we want to share with you the scoop. So they're an amazing eyewear company that uses all types of sustainable materials like organic acetate and natural woods. And if you're choosing to go more eco-friendly or just want something fresh and different, you'll totally love all of their different styles of sunglasses. They have unisex styles that are super cool and limited edition colors that you can add blue light blocking frames for or your full prescription glasses as well. The frames are so lightweight and they're also polarized, which is such an amazing feature, as well as the fact that they have an amazing customer service. Seriously, it is a really good customer service. Like, even if you break your glasses into a million little pieces, they will cover that. Like, how many times have you broken glasses that you've gone too hard on Sunday fun day or you've dropped them, stepped on them, threw them in your bag without the case? I am, like, super guilty of that, even though they have really cute cases and I really should put them in the case more often. I know. I love their cases. (laughs) Um, yeah, but they cover that. So they're all about being able to get them fixed or replaced because they are that loyal company. Uh, they have options for lens changes if you scratch them and a lifetime warranty. So they take the best care of their customers and we're really just excited to be able to share this code with you, Mimi20, and you can get the coolest chemical-free leather bags too. Just go check them out online at johnnyflyco.com. And if you're ever in Charlotte, we have them tagged all over our Instagram, and you can just pop in the store in Noda, Mad's new neighborhood. Yes, such a fun little neighborhood, and we love their store. We love their products, their glasses, their leather goods. And Check the it all puppy. out. They have a puppy. It's really cute in the store. Yeah, just go to the store to meet the puppy, and then you'll <laughs> fall in love with the glasses, and you'll have to buy a pair too. So code Mimi20 at checkout. Don't forget it. Use it. Buy your new sunnies today. Welcome back to another episode of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh and I'm here with Kim Baker. And we are here on the White Comforter yet again. Back on the White Comforter this week. Back on the White Comforter. And we do have wine in hand, but it is white wine, so we will not be um, staining the White Comforter this week. We actually weren't on the White Comforter last week. I know. Yeah. We were on the floor last week. (laughs) (laughs) We're just moving around. Hey, I'm just letting the, I'm letting the listeners know that we're not going to stain it. That's all I'm saying. You want to know what's sad? What? I'm not going to be here in this apartment for much longer. Wait. That really depresses me. Yeah, so we're going to have a new studio. Are we going to have a white comforter? <laughs> I don't know, because, so, I feel like I've, like, almost... Kim has literally hinted at this <laughs> shit. This is Kim's, like, favorite thing to do, is just, like, hint at things. and I then just, just it for so long as if people really care. <laughs> assume that the listeners, one, care, and two, know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> well, honestly, I feel like I don't even do it on purpose. Like, I always start getting off on a tangent, and then I'm like... But we'll get to that. Yeah, and then like, we never get to we'll it. We'll <laughs> we'll circle back to that, and then we never get back to that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, now we're starting off. Um, I'm moving in with my boyfriend Nick in November. Big stuff, everyone. Yes, which I know it's a little soon. Round two, guys. We first had me. Now it's Kim. <laughs> um, it is temporary though because my lease is up, and I'm moving in with another friend whose lease is up in February. So, from November to February. Hey, you say that now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Everyone's like, you're just going to stay with him. Like, there's no way you're going to move in for four months and then move back out. But... I mean, time will tell. I mean, I'm just like a stubborn bitch. Like, I literally got mad at him for putting my phone number on the dog's collar. So, everyone is, like, not shocked <laughs> that I'm freaking out about moving in. Anyways. Commitment um, issues came over. <laughs> he has a king bed, so my comforter will not fit. But... We are also currently in the process of looking for a duvet cover for his new bed. Holler at me if you find a a nice duvet cover because I am also in that process and I've yet to find one that I like. We've been looking. So we've consulted with our friend who is low-key an interior designer, uh, Taylor Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Shouts. Um, 
She's not really an interior designer, but she might as well be because she has a uh, V-good style. Impeccable taste. And she's been showing us some, like, on, like, H&M, apparently. They have, like, oh, some cool ones. that's a mood. Because and anthropology comforters are my favorite, but I cannot so afford them. So expensive, yeah. No, I really that's have That's the to. hardest part, too, about having a king is everything is so much more pricey. Yeah, it's, like, double the price of a queen. Yeah. It's brutal. But it's so worth it. Oh, my God. I'm Literally, so I don't, I'm shocked you guys don't have a king if you have a 100-pound dog sleeping with you. Okay, he doesn't really sleep with us anymore. He's been better about sleeping in his bed. But I will say our apartment bedroom is just too small to fit a king bed. Yeah. It's a pretty tight bedroom, unfortunately. And if we had a king in there, it would, I mean, you would have no room to walk. Yeah. Although I true. might prefer that just because it would be more comfortable. And you'd have less space to clean. This is true. <laughs> All the dust bunnies just under Pros. the bed. <laughs> I will say, though, like, no turning back. And, like, Lucy decided that she is good in her crate now, like, right at the time we got the king bed. Oh, game so changer. So I have even more room than I thought I was going to have. I mean, a king bed is basically just having, like, two twins pushed together or even more than that, I think. I It feels like so much more. Like, when we were measuring it out, it's only, like, an extra foot or so on a queen. No, I'm telling you, that it, extra foot... It's such a game changer. For some reason, every time we are, like, going to a wedding or something and we're staying in a hotel that gives us a king bed. It's amazing. It's the best night's sleep of my life. Every Every single time. It really is. Plus all the alcohol from the wedding, you just pass right out. Yeah. I don't like know. the light. Something hits different about hotel beds. <laughs> but, I mean, once I move in, is it going to be weird if we, like, do it on the king bed? Like, I feel like that's weird because it's not my bed anymore. It's, like, Nick and we my can, bed. We can definitely still <laughs> podcast on the bed I don't care I will tell Nick that I have a I own a portion of the bed for the podcast and maybe him and Ross can just decide to like do some guy shit that night maybe they should start a podcast of their own (laughs) called the um what is it Nick always says he's gonna start a podcast called boomers and boomers and buddies they basically are boomers honestly he's he's like basically gen z I'm just kidding. He would get mad at me for saying No, I don't know. We'll figure out a new studio space when the time comes. But for now, we'll cherish our days in the white comfort. Yes, cheers to that. Cheers. Um, speaking of Gen Z, though, we actually just finished up our first podcast recording of the evening. We yeah, are this is round two. We are it. <laughs> and we were hosts on the Uninvited Pod podcast, I guess. Yeah. Um, with Lauren and Peyton, the cutest, sweetest little... High, school high schoolers, girls. they're oh. high school seniors. I like hate calling them little. I'm not trying to belittle them, but they were so sweet and like they have this really cool podcast. I actually really like the premise of it. It's called the Uninvited Podcast, and basically it's about like just getting through high school yeah. and like mental health in high school and and giving just... like advice to people like who are the uninvited ones, like how to deal with FOMO and just kind of like it's okay to go through this shit like you're gonna be cool like yeah I don't know it was fun Kim and I reminisced on a lot of our high school days so if you guys are curious <laughs> about what Kim and I were like in high school you guys should definitely tune in because we told some very very funny stories very traumatic <laughs> yet hilarious stories yeah. it was funny because we were like rehashing all these like traumatic memories and just like crying laughing and they were like oh my god like I hate that that happened to you. And Madison's like, oh, my God, you got bullied? Like, oh, that's hilarious. And I was like, oh, my God, all your friends left you because you didn't want to buy a Tiffany ring, like, with all them? I was like, that's so funny. Yeah, so definitely tune in and hear our high school advice and stories and just... And just check them out. And yeah. if you have... I feel like our we've got demo some... is, like, older, but if you have, like, little siblings or anyone who would be interested... Yeah. Check them out. And if you are in high school, definitely check them out. They're yeah. they're really great. And they're from St. Louis. I think that's cool. Yeah. So we, we joined. <laughs> they, Quick tidbit. Yeah. They DM'd us and they were like, okay, like Tuesday at six. We were like, okay, cool. So and, we're like rushing out of work. We're yeah. Like, okay. We have to get there by six for recording time. And of course we're running late. <laughs> I'm Typical. like buying wine at Harris Teeter. Kim is like still in the office. And... <laughs> We're like, I'm DMing them. I'm like, okay, sorry, we're gonna be like five or ten minutes late. And, and we then we go to like six ten, and we pull it up, and it's like, this meeting, like the host is not signed on yet. This meeting will start at seven p.m. And I was like, oh shit, the time change. We didn't even think about that. You would think that at this we're college point- graduates, and we. <laughs> 
I just can't calculate the time change between St. Louis and Charlotte. To be, like, 100% honest, I couldn't even have told you that St. Louis has a different time zone than us. I did know that they were in a different time zone, but I think only because of football. I don't know anything about time zones. (laughs) I also don't know anything about football. Except that the Panthers lost. Speaking of, football is back. Football is back. but It is officially football fall. And I am ready for it. Oh, my God. And the weather's nice. But if anyone saw my tweet this past weekend. Your tweet was the epitome <laughs> of me during football season. And I'm here for it. I just, like, am past the point of pretending that I'm a Panthers fan. Like, I used to try. Says the girl wearing a Panthers t-shirt as we record. Oh, this isn't even mine. It's, like, my old roommates. But, I mean, you know, got a rep. It just felt so weird. Like, I, I swear I was, like, paying attention as all this was happening. Like, Cam left and went to the Patriots, like, Ron went to the Redskins, or I'm sorry. The Washington football the team? The football team, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was just, like, so weirded out by watching the Panthers. I was like, who is this team? Teddy Bridgewater. Well, He's I our had, new QB. I didn't even know who that was. Until Get on board, baby. Mary was like, who's number five? And Nick was, like, telling us who it was. But, I mean, it was. Hey, we still have CMC. Yeah, and Thank the God. thing is, like, I never really got attached to him because he was sort of new, too. Like, yeah. No, was, now I'm officially attached to him because yeah. he is, he's a beautiful man. And I just feel like it's not fair for a team to go through that much change, like, between seasons, you know? <laughs> it's not like, fair to you. <laughs> it's just not fair. Kim can't keep track of the players, so it's no longer fair. <laughs> to be fair, Ross always shits on me because he's like, you can't name any players on the Patriots other than Gronk and Brady, and they're no longer on the Patriots, so... So Mad's, like, sitting there this season with, like, her flashcards, like, I swear I will, I will prove Ross wrong. I'm gonna name all the players. I need to learn the players on every team. Although, now that players have been traded, I feel like I know players on more teams, so I'm like, okay, Cam's with the Patriots now. Um, you know, Brady's See, over I don't, on I don't the Bucks. like when they trade. It's really confusing because I don't watch the, the draft, so I don't really know what goes on yeah. until everyone's talking about it on Twitter. Obviously, I know that Cam went to the Patriots. Thank God. Like, all of a sudden, we start a new season and everyone's like fucking shuffled around. I'm like, what happened? Like, seeing Tom Brady not on the Patriots, I okay. was like, this is weird. But that wasn't even like a weird thing for you who were not like diehard football girls. I mean, we enjoy getting drunk at football games and we enjoy. <laughs> As the tweet said, I throw in a jersey, drink mimosas, put up an Instagram story, and pay half attention to the game. Yeah. But, I mean, I think for a lot of people, seeing Tom Brady not in a Patriots jersey this weekend was total shock. It was unsettling. It was unsettling. Seeing him not wearing, you know, the blue jersey, you know, just his typical, like, all-American look. It was, it was honestly, it just wasn't the same. It really wasn't. But I'm excited for football to be back. I'm sad I missed out on brunch and game day with you and the squad this weekend i know well i'm gonna miss out this weekend yeah i think we should just make it we found a great bar to watch the game at it's gonna be our new fall brunch football spot and we're just gonna have ourselves some sunday fun day since we can't go to the panthers games this year all right guys today we are sponsored by sunday's bloodies our favorite bloody mary mix that comes in both mild and spicy you know we're spicy girls (laughs) (laughs) and not only is it a local small business that you can help support but it is also supporting the sunday fun day movement hey guys it is officially football season we are here for sunday fun day So let's get out, let's make our Bloody Marys, let's watch some football, let's have a good time. And there is plenty of time on Sunday to drink Bud Light, drink your mimosas, but I swear, if you're not starting off the morning with a Bloody Mary, you're just not setting yourself up for success. You're not doing it right. And if you're not setting yourself up with a Sunday's Bloody Mary mix, Bloody Mary, you're just really just starting off on the wrong foot. Yeah. So everyone needs to go use our code MMP at checkout. You can go to sundaysbloodymary.com. And use our code and tag us in your Bloody Mary recipes. We want to do a challenge. We want to see the best Bloody Mary recipe out there. Like, what are you adding to your Bloody Mary to just make it taste like a little bit better? You like your pickled okra. You like your blue cheese stuffed uh, olives. What's your what's your move? Bacon, grilled cheese, like drop a burger on top of there. Hey. Oh. And the best part is they're coming out with their own pickled okra. Oh, so you can just, hell yeah. You can order it all together. And yeah. we're, we may or may not be uh, curating a special Millennials and Mimosas um, 
recipe that we can share with you guys, but we want to hear your recipes first. Not because we want to poach off them, but, you know. I mean, we might. We might. So, again. <laughs> we just want to make sure ours is the best. Go to Sunday's Bloodies and use code MMP at checkout to get a little bit off your order and, you know. Some, and some great Bloody Mary mix. Yeah. What more can you ask for? You can't go wrong. Sunday's Bloodies, guys. I really need to recondition myself to, like, be able to handle to Sunday survive Fun Sunday Fun Day. Because Monday, I had a headache, like, all day. And so did Nick. And, like, it's funny because... It's not really funny, but it was, it's funny now. Monday, we were, like, texting each other, and he was, like, I don't feel well. Like, not to freak you out, but, like, it's definitely not a hangover. Like, I have a major headache, and I was, like, oh, my God, so do I. And I was, like, holy shit, we got COVID again from being at this bar. Like, we weren't, like, super close to anybody, but, you know, we're at a bar, and it's game day. And then I was, like, there's absolutely no way that this isn't a hangover. I think we're just not used to being hungover anymore, like, on a Monday. Yeah. So I was like, why do I have a headache? Something is wrong with me. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, maybe it's the fact that we literally drank all day. We probably had four Panther shots. Like You naive, dumb and we girl. And finished off the night, like, drinking wine at Outback Steakhouse, like, nonetheless. Like, <laughs> it was a very packful Sunday. And, like, you know what? We're just – we can't do that shit anymore. No, we can. We can hang. We, we can, but, you know, we, it's, it's fall. We're easing into the new season, the yeah. new season of drinking on Sundays. Yeah. God, I miss it. And it's, it's so nice. God, I love, I just love football season. Me too. I love the fall. I love, my favorite thing about the fall is just drinking, drinking, well, yeah, drinking like a good beer, like a good craft beer, and then eating some chili and watching <laughs> football. Mm, yeah. Ross makes really good chili. I know. And it just like reminds me of the fall and football season. It's a whole ass mood. You know what my favorite thing about fall is? What? Leather leggings. I whip mine I out. Thought, I thought you were going to say pumpkin spice and I was about to literally oh end God. your life. No, I'm actually not a big pumpkin spice girl. Like, I, I don't enjoy the taste of pumpkin. Like, pumpkin spices, like nutmeg, cinnamon, like that whole mixture. Right. Throw it in, like, some banana bread, whatever. Oof, yeah. And it's, pumpkin bread. It's good, yeah, pumpkin bread. But, like, pumpkin-flavored things, it doesn't appeal to me. You don't fuck with, like, pumpkin donuts? No, it's just like a grand marketing scheme. Like every fall, everyone's like, I'm going to make this pumpkin and everyone is going to love it. Do you like pumpkin pie? Yeah, because that's like a shit ton of pumpkin spice and it's basically, it doesn't even taste like pumpkin. Like it's it's orange, so you think you're eating pumpkin, <laughs> but it's all a mirage. No like, one even knows what pumpkin tastes <laughs> like. I swear to God, no one knows what pumpkin No, I will say, so like the nonprofit that I work for, we partnered with this like local like healthy smoothie company <laughs> to make this like pumpkin flavored seasonal smoothie that we get proceeds of and of course it's healthy so you know like it's made with like pumpkin seeds pumpkin puree like right uh like agave all this stuff like healthy shit and like a little bit of pumpkin spice i had one the other day and it was just like not good like it was good (laughs) it was good if you like pumpkin but it, it definitely was not tasting like a pumpkin pie, which I was expecting it to yeah, be because it's like, like orange. You're you're expecting it to taste like a pumpkin frappuccino or something. Ew! I <laughs> no one's out here drinking pumpkin frappuccinos. I I bet they make them, and I, I bet it would say, be good. I did have my first pumpkin spice latte of the season from Dunkin', not Starbucks, and I will say it's better than the Starbucks latte. Okay, I haven't I had one on from note. either yet, and I, I have to get ease I, myself in. It's I a little early. I have season, but I've, I've had them from Starbucks in the past. Yeah. And, you know, they're subpar. They're a little, like, extra on the flavoring. I have to usually get one or two pumps less than the typical amount of pumps. That's typically what I do for, like, everything flavored I get. Yeah. Like, hazelnut lattes, I always get, like, two or three pumps instead of, like, four. I'm like, yeah, you who's can't... putting four pumps in a grande? Like, chill four out. Four pumps is too much. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> Speaking of pumps, <laughs> can I just reference my tweet? I'm just on a roll here with the segues. But did you see my tweet the other day? I don't think so. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. I'm, I, You're, like, sitting here laughing your ass off, and I'm honestly... I'm very scared as to what you're about to say. Oh, God. The white wine is just getting to me. Um, <laughs> white wine makes me happy drunk. Yeah, me too. And I also, like, you know, have been hashtag dieting, so haven't really been drinking a lot during the week. But right. when Madison was like, should I pick up food and wine? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> um, so I tweeted the other day, and it was a very vague tweet, which, again, can always get you in trouble because people can just take it and run with it. Yeah. But I tweeted, and I was like, 
well, let me pull it up for reference, but it was something like, when am I going to learn that I'm too heavy on the hand pump and I'm getting, like, shot with liquids or something? Oh, my God. Yes, I did see this tweet. (laughs) And it, like, it just kind of came to me. Like, I'm, I'm not normally one to just, like, kind of think and tweet and move on. Like, I normally, like, put in the drafts for a little bit, you know, like, curate it. Okay, so read the whole tweet out. But I was having this, like, issue at work, and I was, like, so frustrated, and I was like, okay, how many times do I have to get shot with some type of liquid to realize I'm too heavy on the hand pump? <laughs> and, like, you would think that this, I was making this joke on purpose to sound sexual. No, I, it... so, I promise to God, I was not. So when you sent your second tweet clarifying what the first tweet meant, were you hit with, like, messages that you felt like you had to clarify, or did it just hit you that it came out no, sexual? No, it, it hit me. Like, I, I probably tweeted it a couple minutes later, and I could have deleted the first tweet, but I thought that it... It was I, too good of content. I, like, laughed at myself that I even tweeted something that sexual, like, not on Inadvertently, purpose. Inadvertently, yeah. Yeah. And... So I had to follow it up, and I just thought it was funny that, like, I hadn't cleaned up the spill yet for my hand sanitizer. That was the liquid. It wasn't anything else for you dirty minds out there that I had to I had to post a picture. So <laughs> I said, wow, okay, I did not mean for that to sound so sexual. This is what I was referring to, like, hand, sanitiz- hand sanitizer and soaps. Do you ever do that where you hit oh. the hand pump too hard and it, like, doesn't go in your hand? It just shoots out? I do it every time with soap. Every time. Yeah. Like, I just, like, like kind of go num- in there and I'm like, okay, squirt, squirt. But, like... Especially if it's, like, dish soap or something. I swear I've gotten dish soap on so many freaking clothes because I've just, like, aggressively hit the pump. And then I'm like, fuck. Like, now I have a fucking green <laughs> soap thing on my white shirt. And it's, it's not that it's going to stain, but I'm like, what the hell? This is annoying as fuck. Yeah, it's the same when you're, like, in a restaurant or something and you just, like, flip on the sink and it, like, hits the the bottom of the sink and, like, squirts at you, you know? And then yeah. your shirt's all wet. God. It's terrible. Certified trash. Yeah, like, I'm sorry I'm just, like, in a rush with life and I'm just, like, trying to, like, pump, pump, get out, you know? And you're apparently trying to tweet really fast and not even realize <laughs> that you're... Someone responded, though, and said, oh, my God, your poor boyfriend. Well, like, with a lying... Crafting... Cr- crafting lying. Lying... La- laughing... Cr- laughing... Cr- laughing, crying emoji. God, Kim, how many glasses of wine have you had? Literally, this is, like, Number one two. and a half. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah. And then... Oh, my God. What... I just wasn't paying attention to the reply. Someone said exclusive live footage of at my boyfriend. And it's a meme that says it just needs that little bit of friction. (laughs) So people really were like pulling Nick into this and making it a sexual joke. Of course they were. I mean, that's Twitter for you. (laughs) This is the world. People have to come up with some lighthearted humor in the world that we're living in these days. I mean, hey, I'm going to bring it to them if that's if that's what it takes. Well, speaking of the world that we're living in these days... Yeah, can, keep, keep the segues going. Can we reflect on our our ex-bachelor Colton oh, for a hot minute? Oh, my gosh. Um, I never liked him. For you know, those of see, you that... I told you. For those of you that don't know, Colton Underwood is currently... Has a restraining order being filed against him by his ex-girlfriend, Cassie Randolph. And... If you watched his season of The Bachelor, Cassie was chosen by him. However, it was not a proposal. It was more of, okay, we're just going to date post-show because she was not ready for the proposal. And to everyone's surprise, they continued dating for about two years almost. Was it two years? It was not two years. A year and a half? a year, maybe. A year and a half. Okay. Longer than anyone ever expected. I will say I thought that their relationship was going to end within four months of the show ending. And as every other post-show relationship does. Yes, and but on top of that, I thought it wasn't going to last even more so because she seemed so opposed to it from the beginning. She didn't want to get engaged. She said she wasn't ready for a proposal. He was like, I don't care. I still really love you. Like, let's just try to date and see where that takes us. Somehow the show let that slide, whatever. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, there's no way this is going to last. Like, she didn't even want a proposal, whatever. But then, like, as they continued to date for over a year, I was like, okay, maybe this is going to work. Like, maybe they really did figure out their shit. They were posting together all the time. They traveled together all the time. They seemed super happy. Well, when the relationship ended back in April, there were rumors that he was dating some other celebrities, kind of, like, putting himself out there again. Um, apparently he was, like, talking to the girl from, like, Pretty Little Liars or whatever. Was this after he got COVID? Yes. 
Okay. This was in, like, May or something. This was after he had already recovered from COVID. Got because it. he was, like, living with Cassie's family when he had COVID. They were, like, taking care of him. Shit. Because he got COVID very early. It was it was in March that yeah. he got COVID. And they broke up in April. Got COVID-ending relationships out here. <laughs> um, <laughs> you hate to see it. You hate to see it. But, yeah, now she has a restraining order filed against him. My friend actually sent me his restraining order, like, the list of all the things that he did and he's admitted to half of it yeah i did watch like shamingly i watched something that our friend sent us it was like tiktok news i guess like breaking news tiktok daily and it was talking about live for tiktok news. it was like listing all the things that he did like he put a tracking device on her vehicle yeah and like stalking her apartment complex like watching her sleep and all this shit and, like, stalking cool. her family's home in Huntington Beach. Like, her brother apparently saw him, like, creeping outside of the family house. That's tragic. And he was, like, sending her creepy text messages. He was literally stalking her, and he saw that um, one of her friends was, like, walking into her apartment. And then she he proceeded to text her about how that friend was visiting her. How creepy is that? That is really creepy. Okay, you want to know what's funny? I'd so love I guess, to. <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> so uh, so two years ago, September 6, 2018, was when we did an episode talking about Colton okay. being The Bachelor. Yeah. And here's what we said. Vaguely. This is around the same time. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the best part about my Monday was Bachelor in Paradise. Watching Colton go home. Yeah, but- it all turned to shit no. this morning. As soon as I saw that, so yeah, let's let's discuss. Uh, sorry to our fans that don't watch the Bachelor series, but we got to touch on this because this is major breaking news. Um, <laughs> major breaking news again. Yeah, I was watching it and I was like, I swear to God, if Colton pulls this again, saying his heart isn't in it, I'm like you knew because we saw like if you're a big twitter person it was like all over twitter that they were announcing the bachelor this morning and we were like oh my god team jason all the way like we need jason to be the next Rosa. Jack team anyone but colton like i i would have taken blake i would, I would have, have taken grocery store joe <laughs> yeah i've like fallen in love with him wills at this point no wills. i like wills <laughs> The only person I would have not taken over Colton is Leo. <laughs> oh, God. Tarzan. But that's just because Leo's reputation seriously declined once his appearance on Bachelor yeah. in Paradise was made. I was, like, actually excited, though, to see Colton and Tia go home last night because I'm just so over both of them. And if anyone follows me on Twitter, you saw that I tweeted about Colton. Literally, all I said was Colton sucks. And it, like, might as well have gone viral because that's how much people hate him. <laughs> I do I, like, don't understand. Like, I mean, we get a decent amount of Twitter, tra- Twitter traction, but Kim literally is out here with, like, 70 likes on a tweet that just says Colton sucks. Also, I got some uh, bad comments. Like, girls were tweeting at me, and they were like, I don't know why everyone hates Colton, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, I'm not trying to get into, t- like, Twitter beef over Colton. I just... Literally, all I said was Colton sucks. That's all. Twitter beef. <laughs> and people went wild. <laughs> Wow, if Kim could predict the motherfucking future. I'm going to go retweet that tweet that Colton sucks Wait, and say, please go. how about that now, bitch? Oh my god, Bitches yes. that were coming in my replies, get out of here. Everyone thought Colton had, like, this innocent little heart, and... And what do you know? He's he a sucks. psycho. Not only does he suck, he is literally a psycho. You know, people were, like, making that joke, though, like, the person that you lose your virginity to, apparently, like, you're always psycho about. Remember in high school when they were, like oh, yeah, like, the first person that you have sex with, like, you're going to get so attached, like, physically and, like, or not physically. That would be weird. (laughs) I am physically attached to you This isn't, like, human centipede. (laughs) Um, Emotionally and mentally, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's absolutely false. To be honest, like, if the whole virgin thing was true and Cassie was the first person that he did have sex with, I could kind of see where this is coming from, like, Imagine waiting to have sex for so long for really no reason. I th- yeah, it gets worse because, probably the longer you wait. Because, like, he didn't have a religious reason or anything like that that was really preventing him. It was just he was like, I haven't found my person. And 
Then he goes and finally does it at 28 or whatever. And now he's, like, obsessed with Cassie. And she's like, I'm fucking over you, bro. Like, get out of my life. <laughs> and... She honestly, though, like, in Cole's I mean, defense, I think kind I, of, I guess, I never really liked her either. I think she played him for a long time for the clout and for the fame. But, I mean, I don't know. That's some next level shit. Like, if you're stalking someone to that degree, like, you've got to have some major issues. So the fact that the restraining order has been filed and that he has basically apparently admitted to several friends and to Cassie that... He was the one doing all of these things. I mean. I mean, good for him for being, like, a good person and admitting to it. But, like, poor, poor guy. It just goes to show you, even if you meet on reality TV where they do all of this vetting process, the person can still be a crazy person. It just goes to show you that I have really good um, instincts when it comes to judging guys. And I thought he sucked from the beginning, but, you know. Well, guys, if you uh, if you want to, like, if someone you're talking to, you want to catch their vibes, <laughs> hit up Kim. She will give you her advice on if they are a good person or not. <laughs> I have also, like, had bad instincts about, or good instincts, bad vibes from guys that my friends are dating. And you might, like, kind of start to doubt yourself. You're like, you know what? They've been dating for a while, and, like, you think that they're going to, like, be together, but... Eventually, they break up, and then you're like, damn, I was right from the beginning. Even though, like, after a couple years, you start to doubt yourself, like, they're going good. Yeah. You know, never doubt your friends. Never doubt your gut feelings. I feel like, yeah. No, I mean, and kind of segueing into this, I feel like we're in the stage in life, right? We're 25, mid-20s. We have a lot of single friends. We have a lot of friends in relationships. We're kind of all over the map. Mm -hmm. We have friends that are in relationships that haven't been as long like you and Nick have only been dating for like eight-ish months Mm -hmm. and we have friends who have been dating for their boyfriend or girlfriend for five plus years and you think you know the friends that have been in longer term relationships three four five years that those people are like getting married because we're at that point where like there are friends of ours that are engaged or about to be engaged and I think when you hit that three four five year mark you're, like, convinced. You're, like, okay, we're 25 or older, and we're, like, they're going to get engaged. They're going to get married. That's it. But the thing is, a lot of times, those relationships actually end. Yeah. And we don't talk about that. We don't talk about the relationships that that just end, that we were, like, so convinced that that was going to be it. That was going to be their person. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, we were talking about this earlier with Lauren and Peyton about, like, high school relationships and how people like believe in this persona of like high school sweethearts and you know some people just find their soulmate like that early on like I specifically remember this couple that I went to high school with that was like America's dream couple like right he was the football captain she was the cheer captain like they were just meant to be and they were both like super sweet amazing people you know like I can't imagine them ever fighting like I just thought that they found their match you know Mm -hmm. they're not together they're both happily married to other people (laughs) and like again it's not sad because they ended up finding their actual other people but like it just goes to show you that you can have a good relationship for so long and it still turn out to be not the long-term thing exactly and I mean I think we were talking about earlier like you can take a lot away from all of your relationships But just because you have all of your eggs in one basket at this one point doesn't mean that that's it. And I think that's a really good thing to take away because I was recently talking to a friend who's like kind of in the midst of a breakup right now. And he was like, we've been together for so long. I kind of like thought that it was going to be it. Like she was going to be the one. And then I hit this point where I was like, I'm not happy. Like, I feel like I'm in a middle-aged sexless marriage (laughs) and I'm like you are 25 years old like that is not what you should feel in a relationship but it's good to have those feelings early on because if you just like brush that shit under the rug for another eight years you will be in like a sexless marriage yeah and you'll be like 38 yeah it'll be too late exactly and I mean like I think it's better to realize those things now and like I think a lot of times especially females our age are like 
even if they are in that point, they're like, it's going to be fine. We'll figure it out. We'll work through it because they don't want to go back out and be single and have to build themselves up to that point. I think that is in a like relationship again. The most terrible excuse. Like, oh, a hundred percent. I would rather be single at 33 trying to figure it out and like actually be with someone that like I'm fulfilled by and I actually have a healthy relationship with than be 27 and married and like miserable. Exactly. So I think it's just a really good point to take note of because if you have those feelings now, it's only going to get worse. It's like only going to exponentially grow worse and worse and worse. And I feel like and I, yeah, and I think that some people, the reason why they justify it to themselves is that they see other couples, they're like, oh, like, they went through a rough patch after five years, it's normal, or like, oh, he cheated on her and they got back together, like, it's possible, we can do it. And I'm like, first of all, don't ever compare yourself to another relationship because, yeah. A, you're not them, and B, you have no idea if they're even happy or not. Right. Like, what you see or what you hear or, like, what people tell you about their relationship is not even, like, a fraction of what is actually going on in the it surface. It is literally, I can promise you yeah, that. it's just the tip of the iceberg. Unless it's your very best friend and you know their deepest, darkest details, like, it is just the tip of the iceberg. But it again, is, it's two different people. Like, there's there's no reason why you should be comparing those people to your own relationship. Exactly, and I feel like we're at a point right now where it's so hard not to <clears throat> compare your life and your relationships to those around you. Like... You have friends getting engaged. You have friends meeting new people. You have friends doing this, getting promoted at work. And it's so hard not to compare yourself to where everyone else is at. But I think it's so important to check in with yourself. And you're like, are you happy? Like, really have, like, a deep dive, like, self-evaluation. Like, even if you just do this to yourself, like, once a month or even, like, once a quarter or whatever. And you're just like, okay, this is where I'm at mentally this is where I'm at with my relationships this is where I'm at career-wise this is where I'm at with like my body image like literally every part of your life and kind of like focus on your goals and like what you want and like are you happy in that sector of your life and like what can you do to improve that and if you're not happy in your relationship and one you're not doing anything to improve it or two you've tried to improve it and that's not going anywhere like it might be time for you to make an honest change yeah and like totally pulling back the curtain like in my previous relationship I kind of was struggling with this too because I wasn't happy like I kind of did that deep dive but I also thought that I could like keep doing more in order to make it work but like Madison said like we're constantly comparing ourselves especially at this age like all of our friends are getting engaged and I was like you know what like it sucks now like whatever like I can just kind of push through and it'll get better eventually but you get to the certain point where you're like okay it's not getting better and I'm just wasting my time lying to myself right saying that like if I continue to be miserable it's just gonna get better eventually and make this all worth it like you're gonna look back and be like wow I just told myself that being miserable for all these years was worth it when like years have gone by I'm still miserable and I wish I would have just ended it when I first had that deep down feeling yeah I will say like it's so funny to compare ourselves to celebrities because obviously they live a completely different life than us. But I will say one aspect of their lives where I feel like celebrities excel over the average person is in relationships. They're so much more willing to like break up with someone or like move on. And I think that's just because of the pace of life that they're living is so much quicker than the average person. But I also think it's like, at least they're healthy enough in their mindset to move on because they know that like that person no longer fits with their like scheme of what their where their life is going <laughs> scheme because it's all marketing <laughs> what their next step is I, I mean <laughs> I feel like I feel the opposite I mean maybe it's just like what you see in movies where they portray like actors in relationships to like keep it going for image purposes right but I do feel like that sometimes you might not be into the person anymore, but you have to keep it going because it, like, it's not the right time to break right. up. Like, oh, your album is about to come out. Don't break up with him. I but, guess what I was saying in terms of like age pressure, I feel like a lot of females, especially in their 20s, feel like a pressure to live by like a biological clock. And like mm-hmm. that is one of our biggest struggles in life is to not be thinking about that in terms of our relationship, in terms of marriage and the whole process of where our life is going next and I feel like 
that's one thing that you kind of just have to work to overcome like it's okay to take your time to get to that point yeah because at the end of the day like we're 25 it's it's not we put so much pressure on ourselves like I know people who meet their significant other that they live with for the rest of, or they are with for the rest of their life at like 29 or 30 or 31 and they still live like the most normal like have kids at a semi somewhat normal age like I feel like people put so much pressure around the age of like 25 26 27 that it's like that's the time you have to like figure it all out but I think I think it's an important reminder to all of our listeners and to ourselves even that like you know what like everyone's life takes a different path and like right I have one friend who's like dead set on just getting engaged when she's like 35 and she's like you know what my ring is going to be worth 10 times as much as all of y'all's engagement rings. So <laughs> I will just say that because I'm going to find someone who is, like, already, like, settled, like, has his shit together and, like, isn't just, like, working this, like, $60,000 job and he's going to, like, save up pennies to buy you a ring just to propose because that's the pressure of society. Right. And I was like, hell yeah, like, good for you. But, yeah, I mean, just just talking to friends and stuff, that are going through some things right now, I think it's just an important reminder to everyone that, you know what? It's all right. We're all going through shit, and we'll keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. That's some great advice. <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to ask. Yeah. What is the Cactus Jack burger? <laughs> or the Travis Scott burger that Cactus Jack's, Jack sent you to get? <laughs> I saw this on Twitter, and I, like... It's probably because I've been so busy lately. I love your innocence. It kills me. (laughs) First of all... I wish that I, like, could keep up with more on social media, but, like, I go through phases and work, and I just can't, and then I just feel like I'm lost. I honestly feel like the marketing department in McDonald's, like, went to sleep during quarantine and was (laughs) like, this seems like a really great idea, guys. Literally, it's the most basic McDonald's order I've ever heard of in my life. It's just like... I was so confused. It's not a special order. It's like, uh, what is it? A McDouble? So, like, hold on. It's like a McDouble with bacon and then a large fry with barbecue sauce and a Sprite. Like, cool. That's the most original order that they could come up with for Travis Scott's McDonald's order? I guess that's what he orders. Okay, so it's a quarter pounder with cheese, three half strips of bacon... Lettuce, pickles, onions, ketchup on a sesame bun. Cool. And a large fry with barbecue sauce and a Sprite. <laughs> I guess. That is. That's the order. And I well, mean... Well, who was Cactus Jack? Cactus Jack is his last album name. Okay. I think it's like his alter ego thing. Okay. That's where I really missed because <laughs> I was like... Who? Just wait for the rap fans to come at us. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it Travis Scott who I like misinterpreted... Uh, who oh. sang the song like probably oh, 15 yeah. episodes ago yeah that was a long time ago i'm sorry yeah. uh, just wait wait until travis scott comes for me i'm sorry travis. travis scott is literally coming for you no so yeah oh whole- my god wait on his twitter there's some boy fighting cancer who's eating the travis scott burger well that's cute that's, i mean you, I, you gotta support that i i am supporting it but like that's just, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's gone viral. So, I mean, the thing is, McDonald's is smart, but their marketing department is lazy as fuck. They're just like, oh, we're just going to, like, reach out to Travis Scott, ask him what he orders at McDonald's, and then use that as the entire marketing scheme. Like, And I just think it's, like, it's hilarious because McDonald's is like, you know what, we're going to do this, like, cool thing, like, say Cactus Jack sent you. And, like, there's absolutely no way that they can get all of their employees at McDonald's, like... All in the crevices of the world on board with this Okay, thing. imagine you're, like, in rural Montana, and you stumble across <laughs> a McDonald's, and it's, like, you know, like a truck stop McDonald's, like, literally in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, and you, like, roll up through the drive-thru, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, Cactus Jack sent me. And the lady on the other hand is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Did you see that video that the Barstool employee posted? No. Okay, so basically he did that. He, like, recorded himself, like, um, asking the McDonald's person. He was like, yeah. He was like, hey, Cactus Jack sent me. And they were like, I'm sorry, what? Can you repeat that? He was like, Cactus Jack sent me. 
and he was like, oh, wait, what? And then he's like, um, yeah, I'll just have a, a six-piece McNugget. And, uh, and then he said something else, like, when he got to the window and they were just like, come again? He was like, oh, shit, never mind. Yeah, so the whole marketing scheme is stupid, and honestly, it's not even that good of a McDonald's order. What's your go-to McDonald's order? To be honest, like, not to sound like an uppity bitch, but I don't really eat McDonald's. I mean, neither do I, but I'm saying (laughs) if you are eating McDonald's, the chicken, The chicken really grosses me out. I have this thing where, like, I don't like chicken nuggets. I only like chicken tenders. Like, if the chicken meat is ground up and, like, remolded into a a nugget form... (laughs) I think that's absolutely disgusting. I will eat, like, a chicken bite, like a, like, from Chick-fil-A, because it's still, like, the strippy chicken, you know Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, it's not ground up. Exactly. I think that's gross. I So you don't fuck with chicken nuggets? Not really. I mean, if I'm drunk, like, sure, hit me with a chicken nugget meal with ranch and fries. The fries are really good, and, you know, basic bitch style, I will dip them in an Oreo McFlurry. And Hell fucking yeah. I also, if I'm desperate, I like the McGriddle, but again, eggs from fast food places really gross. Okay, me Ross out. and I were just discussing the McGriddle. I hate the McGriddle. The reason we were discussing this is because Hardee's or some other like bootleg fast food chain. Bootleg fast food chain. <laughs> had a commercial. Damn, Hardee's isn't that bad. Oh, uh, yes, it is. It had a commercial, and it was like the commercial was for. Like, a basically, like, pancake breakfast sandwich type thing, a.k.a. the McGriddle. It was the same exact thing as the McGriddle, but it was at, like, a Hardee's or something. And I'm like, well, that's a fucking ripoff of the McGriddle. And then I was like, speaking of, the McGriddle is certified trash because (gasps) who the hell wants pancakes with their eggs and bacon sandwich? So, you know, I thought that until it was probably, like, eight months ago now. We stopped at McDonald's and my friend got a McGriddle. And I was like, whatever, I'll just get that. I'm too hungover to make a decision. And it was amazing. Like, the sweet pancake with, like, the sausage. I got a sausage McGriddle. Yeah, I've had a sausage McGriddle. It's gross. I think it's so good. I mean, it's not good, like, but it's it's more delicious than a sausage biscuit. No, see, if I'm getting um, breakfast from McDonald's, my go-to is a Egg McMuffin with uh, bacon, bacon, egg, and cheese McMuffin. So, what is that? Like, the English muffin? Yeah. Okay. But, you know what, like, brings me back to, like, old old times when I was a child? What? When we used to go on, like, family vacations, I would always get, like, the pancake tray. And Ew. I remember, like, the you butter would, would no, come out would of, like, not. the little, like, McDonald's, like, container mold, you know? And you would flip it over and, like... It had would... the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I... I would be sitting in the back of the van, our little Chrysler uh, minivan. <laughs> And I would be eating my little pancake tray. That's disgusting. How is that disgusting? Pancakes is probably the safest thing that you can order there. The eggs and the meat, don't trust them. I don't know. But my go-to order at McDonald's is, like, a six-piece nugget with a large fry and an Oreo McFlurry. Their burgers are actually, like, not that bad. I don't think I've ever even eaten a McDonald's burger. I is that to, weird? I, I mean, I probably get, have drunk, but not so. My drunk order actually is like a McChicken. I will say that with mayo and ketchup. That's not a bad order. Um, I I used to really love the chicken selects because again, like the strippy chicken, not the ground chicken. Um, but Bougie they stopped. They stopped dip. serving them. I'm not sure why. It was like the highest quality thing on the menu. Honestly, I used to eat McDonald's drunk a lot when I was abroad. <laughs> Do you feel like I personally because feel they, like McDonald's is better in like Europe? Yeah. No. Oh my God. Wait. Like it's it's definitely higher quality. Can I just quality. say? So not in not Milan, that we studied abroad or anything. Not but. in Milan. We had a McDonald's in Milan, but I rarely went there. We usually got like um, there was a Euro place, and we would go there late mm-hmm. night. But when I was in London for like a week. My friend got us drunk every night and then made us go to McDonald's every night. And at the time, they had mozzarella sticks. Interesting. And the mozzarella sticks had not been released yet in America. I don't even know if they still sell them. But at the time, it was like the hot thing. Like, McDonald's had mozzarella sticks in London. And I thought I was, like, so dope. So I would literally go and I'd get mozzarella sticks and fries, like... I think I got it, like, four nights in a row. (laughs) (laughs) When we went to the McDonald's in Greece, 
It was like a super strange menu. Like I swear that they had like a euro on the menu. No, yeah, European McDonald's menus are so weird. Yeah, but I'm here for it. They have that's why they have like apparently in like China or something they have like the McLobster. Oh yeah, I have seen all that stuff. Yeah. Did you know that apparently there's like a Chick Fil A in like Atlanta? Or in somewhere in Georgia that's, like, a Hawaiian Chick-fil-A? No. Yeah, it has, like, um, is it, what, is it Hawaiian Chick-fil-A? It was on TikTok. I don't know. My friend sent it to me. But it has, like, different, like, types of Hawaiian-type chicken. That's cool. Yeah. I'm here for that. I will say one thing I'm very disappointed at. So when we were on our road trip to the Outer Banks, we stopped at a Chick-fil-A. In Charlotte, the local Charlotte Chick-fil-A that I generally go to serves spicy tenders but it's a it's a pilot it's piloting them it hasn't been released to the entire country mm-hmm. and when we were driving to the outer banks we stopped at a chick-fil-a and i was like can i have the spicy tenders and that chick-fil-a didn't have them you've never seen a person more devastated okay see i have this problem too because i like the spicy nuggets or the spicy tenders but the local chick-fil-a's only have the spicy sandwich no not the one in uh, North Lake. Spicy tenders, baby. Wait. Okay, no, actually I'm having the opposite problem. I like the regular tenders, but they only have the spicy tenders. Oh, the spicy tenders are so much better. They don't have the regular tenders. Give me the spicy tenders. Sometimes the spicy tenders, like, hurt my, my Spicy tummy. tenders with ranch? Fuck me up. Yeah, but I, I like, your Chick-fil-A, come on. You are doing the Lord's work. Why can't you just have every option that we want? I'm I'm team Chick-fil-A for life over McDonald's. Like if I have a fast food option, it's gonna be it's gonna be Chick-fil-A. I'm fact checking myself because I just wanted to not sound stupid. They're actually so it's true it's Luau. It's in Howell Mill, Georgia. Alright. The menu, I'm trying to pull up the menu. So so this is a real place. I'm I'm glad to know that you didn't just make this up. Yeah. I saw it on TikTok. It, it did has it to say be real. it said did it say it had a frosted pineapple? With something? A frosted pineapple drink, lava cake, la macana tacos. Oh my god, tacos. Island chicken salad sandwiches. This is a game changer. We're if you live in Atlanta, everyone, you gotta go check this place out. This is this is life changing right here. Oh, it's in Fayetteville, Georgia, I'm sorry. I mean close enough. <laughs> the people will find it. Yeah. All right, guys, we have a new sponsor for you this week, and it is the Marina Grace Boutique. We're Uh, super excited, too. All right, so this is a new boutique uh, online created by our very good friend, Pam Perrine, and it has all of the cutest styles for you guys, Um, fashion for women, um, quality fabrics, stylish designs, and and for a good cause, everyone. So... 10% 10% of her profits from every order will go to the charity of her choice. And that's our biggest thing here. We love that we have Marina Grace as a sponsor because we know that a portion of our profits are going to one of these five charities. So just to give you a little blurb about each of the charities that she supports, we have the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. We have Operation Ch- Second Chance, which is helping rehabilitating um, wounded and injured veterans. We have... Uh, Polaris, which is helping the global fight to eradicate human trafficking. We have Best Friends Animal Society, which is obviously helping out support animals in need. And then we have Feeding America. So these are her five charities. um, And you get to choose at checkout which charity you want to support when you purchase one of her cute clothing items. And it's really, it's not even like you're working that hard to support a charity because her clothes are so cute. And I swear that they're like, so on trend with everything that is being sold these days but it's not like your basic piece of clothing that you're going to pick up at a boutique that everyone else is going to have exactly so it's very stylish she also has a lot of accessories she's dropping some new stuff this week so go check her out she's shop marina grace um on instagram and uh shop you guys can check everything out that she's the best part we have a code for code. you, and it is Mimi15 for 15% off your order. And it's a it's a good discount, so I actually ordered a top today for a concert that we're going to next weekend, but it's super cute. I think it's called the Starry... Starry Nights top, I think? Yeah. This, 
Yeah, Starry Night Top. So it's it's really cute. It's like black, but it's kind of meshed with like the like opaque stars on it. So I'll have to post a picture of me wearing it at the concert. I've gotten two outfits from there. I got a really cute two-piece like pant crop top set. And then I also got a super cute lounge long sleeve top for my transition into fall. But she's going to be dropping new stuff all fall. So you guys should definitely check her out. Shop Marina Grace and use promo code Mimi15. I was going to talk about anonymous internet haters for a hot second because, well, just between speaking with our girls on the Uninvited podcast Mm -hmm. and then also we have both recently been tuning into this new podcast or newer podcast called Young and Corporate. They've gotten some internet hate these days. We've had some internet hate in the past. Anyone really starting a podcast, I feel like, (laughs) experiences internet hate. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, As did we. Yeah, and that's what I'm uh, saying. Shout out GGE fan. Yeah, fuck you, whoever <laughs> you are. I hope you're listening right now. You know what? Don't even don't even say fuck you because you don't not. even deserve my attention. <laughs> um, but honestly, it honestly it cracked me up because you know, like when we first got that, we were like, haters means that you've made it. Yeah, and we're like, okay, we're like growing a following here, but and our poor our poor guys over at Young and Corporate, they've got, experienced the same hate um, from the same girl, and it sucks. It it sucks to be hated on by anonymous internet people who just throwing out one stars for no good reason. Yeah, I mean like it sucks. Like these people have no face to match their review or what they're saying and I think that's the power of the internet and that's where internet bullying and all of that comes from. It's like you can hide behind a screen all day long. You can troll all day long like anyone that's had a blog or a podcast or even just any sort of social media can understand and my thing is just like who gives a shit like why do you give a shit so much yeah and i mean like Like, are you jealous are you like really just that upset by the fact that someone is like succeeding to a platform to doing something that they like yeah like these poor girls god i cannot imagine being in high school again but they said that someone made an alias account called the invited podcast and was like trolling them i was like seriously that just screams high school like you have the time to do that shit you are immature enough to do that shit and it's like it's just it's hilarious to us but like i mean like i'm just glad that like i have a thick enough skin now this point in my life to just like take all of that with a grain of salt or honestly just laugh at it because like i know me and i know what i stand for and like i finally feel so secure in my life and i'm like very proud of the fact that I've gotten to this point um but it sucks because like some people aren't as strong as that and I just a message to the internet haters get the fuck out (laughs) um but you know what we did get a little internet hate this week from uh or an internet challenge I will say from our our friends over at two dudes one dad so uh tiktok challenge yeah I is the podcast out yet the podcast is out. Did you listen to I it? I have not listened. I haven't either. I'm so sorry. Uh, we cannot formally accept the challenge because we have not listened to it. But, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, after you guys saw our work with the WAP dance, like, come <laughs> I on. Actually, I got a handful of compliments on it this past weekend. Really? They were like, yeah, I saw your WAP dance. Like, great job. I'm impressed. I was so embarrassed. I was like, it I, really was I told Madison bad. not to post it on Instagram because that's where the real like people who matter see it. I posted it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't post it as like the main photo. You have to actively scroll. Okay, to the next. but you know it pops up on people's feeds anyway. If they don't swipe at the time, it'll re-come up on their feed. Whatever. You That's know? how the algorithm works. Well, I hope that the people enjoyed it. We might do some more TikToks in the future. You know what I really want to do? I want to do one of those ones that's like, uh, like miming the, not miming, you know what I'm saying? Like, like mouthing words. Yeah. Like, uh, I forgot what your, what the word is for it, but yes. Like Rhea does with Jersey with, Shore. With Jersey Shore. We should do like a Kardashians one or something. Yeah. The problem is I, I just don't watch any of those shows, so I'm not really good. Were you in- not a Jersey Shore fan? No. Oh my God. I yeah, might have to. You keep sending them to me, and I'm like, haha. <laughs> oh my god, I have to, I have to find someone else that watched Jersey Shore. I, ha, hey, any Millies out there? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm terrible. I don't know who Cactus Jack is. I don't watch Jersey Shore. 
But, but if there's nice. a Dance Moms one, you know where to find me. In Below Deck. Oh, there's definitely a Dance Moms one. Yeah, because I saw JoJo Siwa. Oh, doing yeah. Their- I've definitely seen a few of those. Yeah. All okay. right. Now should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. I think we're going to try something new and try to make them less than an hour episodes. Yeah, we'll see. That's cool with you guys. But we love you guys. Yeah. Have and a great will... Wednesday. Have a great Wednesday. And yeah. the rest of your week. We'll see you guys next week live from the White Comforter. See ya.